All right, we're recording. We're recording. What's up, everybody? I'm Nikki. And I'm Lena. And what are we calling this? What are we calling this? Doing, doing it, it our way. way. Oh, my goodness. We're actually doing this. I know. Super you know, it's cool. really what's really funny about this <laughs> is we're recording this in the quietest place in our house, which happens to be our closet. True statement. <laughs> but the first thing we're talking about on this podcast is coming out of the closet. Dang. <laughs> so, yeah. It's June. And it's Pride Month. And so we thought for our very first podcast that we would talk a little bit about our journey of coming out and being brave enough to be authentically ourselves. And I know that our stories are different from one another, right? Mm -hmm. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, no, go ahead and um, lead the way. So my goodness, I, you know, to be honest, I have not felt my most authentic self except for the past probably eight years. Now, it wasn't eight years ago that I necessarily came out but it's it's definitely been a journey of finding my truth and really being willing to celebrate it and then mm-hmm. being willing to share it with other people. So for me, I came out to like individuals at first. So I didn't, it wasn't like a big announcement like, hey, everybody, I'm gay. So you have a coming out party? <laughs> you know what? That would have been a good idea, actually. So cool. I know. I missed out on that one, too. Yeah. Maybe we should plan one. All right. I mean, we're already out, but it would kind of be fun yeah. to actually get to celebrate it in a cool way. Yeah. All right. Did you come out to, to like, individual people? Was it your family? Was it your friends? For me, my family was the very last people to know. So for me, coming out first was to friends. Definitely. Like my first coming out was to, you know, your best friend in high school. So I think that was like my first like where I heard myself say. I'm attracted to women. I like women more than I like men. So yours, the first person you came out to was your best friend in high school. Yes. I don't even know if I said the words in mm-hmm. high school. Like, I, I feel like I've known for quite some time. Right. I feel like I remember being eight and nine years old and knowing that I was different than the mm-hmm. other girls around me. You know, I remember when all of them were having crushes on boys, I was having crushes on them who were having crushes right. on boys. So I feel like I've known since I was eight or nine years old, but at the same time, we didn't have anyone when we were growing up that was brave enough, you know, to be able to come out because it just, it wasn't talked about. You didn't see anybody out there like living loud and proud. I mean, the very first person that I knew of that came out was Ellen and they fired her from her own TV show. So it wasn't necessarily like, it it didn't really feel like a welcoming society. I mean, and she was famous. So the world didn't even know me. Right. right. So what business did I have coming out and letting people know who I am when 
she was fired from her own show and she was loved and famous and all of that. So right. it was tough. And I didn't, I didn't personally feel like I could do it. I didn't feel, mm. I, I didn't know how to tell people. I was extremely terrified, really scared that people who I had known, especially friends who I had known for, for some time, I just, I just didn't feel comfortable doing it. Right. Yeah, no, makes sense. I feel like you're you were way more ready to like be brave when you were in high school than I was. That's for sure. Well, being brave to one person, I don't think necessarily made me brave on where I felt big. I just I think I felt safe because I already had known a lot more of her secrets. Mm. So it was a very safe place for me because um it was in a position where I knew she couldn't because of the key to the box that I was holding. Yeah. And so, um, you know, but, you know, I had an older cousin who was the first person in my family that was openly gay. Um, and I saw so many hardships he had gone through. I saw um, how loved ones treated him. And so, yeah, it definitely... Uh, did not make me feel comfortable in any way to be able to reveal that part of me to any one of my family. Yeah, I I just think it's it's hard for a lot of reasons, and I'm glad to see that it it seems to be a a world where it's easier. But I I don't know. I think that easy is relative because right. we still have so many young people that are ready and aren't ready but the ones that are ready and who choose to say something to their families a lot of them are put out on the streets a lot of them are told you know we need to to take you to therapy to kind Mm -hmm. of therapy this out of you or we need to take you to you know a camp or we need to convince you that you're not gay and so while while I feel like we do live in a more accepting society. I still know that for so many people, young and old, that it isn't easy. Right. No, absolutely. You know, actually, a couple of students shared with me today, you know, how they're not ready to come out to their parents and they wanted my opinion. And, you know, I just had to reinforce, like, it's on your terms. Totally. And there's not a right or wrong way, but it's completely on your terms. And how you do it and when you do it, that's up to you. And not to allow anybody else to make the decision for them. Right. And that's not our responsibility. It's not my responsibility to tell your story. It's not your responsibility to tell my story. That's not our place. Someone has to feel comfortable someone has to feel like it is the right time for them you know so if you're out there and you might be listening to this like my beautiful wife just said you know it has to be your time it's it's not up to anybody else to tell you when it should be and where it should be it's it's when you feel in your heart and you feel most comfortable to say something to somebody and I don't know I, I hope that each one of you out there who might be struggling with this, toying with this, trying to figure it out, that you do have somebody that you would feel comfortable 
having a conversation with. I did not feel that way. I did not mm-hmm. feel that I could go to anybody in particular. Right. Um, again, it was it was the lack of representation, right? Like we have so many people now that are out and proud and and they're famous singers and they're actors and they're people that everybody looks up to and loves and and all of those things but that doesn't always mean that it's going to be easy to do it just because even if there is representation right right? for me I know that I came out to a friend here and a friend there and people were assuming these things um the coolest reactions for some of these friends were like I was just waiting for you to tell me I was like are you serious (laughs) so you know it, it it was a struggle for me I remember distinctly when I made the decision to actually come out like in a big way which I still can't believe I did this but um the song Brave by Sarah Bareilles was just came out and I was listening to it and I felt very challenged in a great way by her lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about, you know, did you think your history of silence would do you any good? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is she talking to me? Like, <laughs> she's singing. She's talking to everyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> so she was singing those lyrics and I was like, dang, Sarah, okay, I see you. You're You're challenging me. That's the way I felt anyway. And so I actually made a video. I recorded a video on my phone. It might even still be on my phone. I don't know. And I put it out on Facebook. I just posted it for everybody to see that was going on Facebook. That was a friend of mine that showed up to see anything. There it was. So it would be kind of crazy to find that, you know, back in. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I... I would be interested because I feel like that was about 10 years ago. I don't know if that sounds right. I'll have to look that up. But it felt so freeing. Mm-hmm. It, I felt so free. I was extremely nervous. My heart was like beating out of my chest. But afterwards, it felt so freeing. I really felt like a weight had been lifted off. I didn't know how people would respond. And the truth was I had an overwhelming response of love and appreciation and I'll never forget that you know I I yeah I still I still can't believe I did it but I'm so glad I did you know and that's and that's amazing you know and I know that's how I felt with what you know whom I call my chosen fam you know without my chosen fam you know and one of my best friends actually came up with that term and still uses this to this day as her hashtag no matter where, you know, we're at, because, you know, it's those chosen fam that when you do and art, when you're ready on your terms to become your true authentic self, they're like, all right, we're just waiting for you. Right. You know, and you realize like you have people that unconditionally love you. And that's what we're looking for, right? Right. I mean, that's honestly what the big fear was for me is do these people unconditionally love me do my friends do my family do they unconditionally love me or are there conditions on that and there's no way to know it Mm -hmm. unfortunately until 
you decide to reveal something about yourself and then you kind of have to see how people respond. And that's the scariest part. It's the unknown. It's not knowing how people are going to respond to you. And I think I, I will say for myself, I feel like I have a fortunate story mm-hmm. because my mom does unconditionally love me. It doesn't mean that conversation with her was easy. I was terrified. But at the end of the day, my mom has loved me unconditionally from day one. So I feel like I'm fortunate in that. And then as you said, that chosen family. There have been so many wonderful mentors that I've had who are women out there just living life, being bosses at their jobs, making money, doing their thing, and they just happen to be gay. And Mm -hmm. they have really embraced me and cared for me and kind of big sistered me into you know our neighborhood here in San Diego which is Hillcrest and they they really just big sistered me into comfort and into love and into the own the accepting of myself because I saw them just living life accepting themselves and I was like oh you can do this. Right. You can just be yourself in the world and be gay and be accepted and loved and understood. And right. there's a place for us, right? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So good. What a. It's kind of crazy to reflect on actually coming out and that journey right. of feeling comfortable enough to do it and how we decided to do it and, and all of those things. And so I don't know what what would we say what would you say to anybody out there you know what what would you say to the younger you before you came out like what would you say to yourself at this point in time if you can go back and talk to the the version of you that was actually frightened scared those kinds of things to come out what would you say to that version of you it's gonna hurt Mm. and that's okay it's it's supposed to hurt and if it doesn't hurt then you're not doing it right. Wow. <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to say. And that's not, wow, wow, that's good. Wow, that's really good. I think what I would say to younger me is you're not alone. Right. <laughs> There's so many others like you. And when you're ready and when you decide, you will be loved and loved and loved over and over and over again. So when you're ready, do it. And I think we could say those same, both of those same messages to anybody out there right now who might be struggling, might want to come out, but don't really, really feel like it's the time. So it's going to hurt and that's okay. And also there's a lot of us out there like you and we're going to love you, and we're going to love you, and we're going to love you. And we got the coolest band-aids, so we got you. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we did it. We did it. Our very first one. I think there's only one thing left to say. I mean, it's Pride Month, so on the count of three, happy Pride. That's right. One, two, three. Happy, happy Pride. Pride.